0: into what we really came to talk about All right all right right off the back man my man CM Punk is back AEW Friday Night Rampage last week CM Punk returns the the best in the world we were waiting for this we've been hyped up for this he's back it it couldn't have gone more beautifully in my opinion
1: Oh, I agree hundred percent. Comes was out freaking epic.
0: Comes out, does what he does best. He's the best on a microphone. Grabs a microphone, gives a heartfelt speech, explains, you know, kind of what he went through, the being unhealthy, how WWE basically just kind of ruined wrestling for him, and and he looks at that point in time like as a as a gap in his career, whereas like he enjoyed the Ring of Honor and the Indies. And now that he's back in, in, in AEW and kind of this positive atmosphere, Mm -hmm. he feels like he's home. Like he's doing the ring of honor thing again. Yeah. Uh, I know you haven't watched wrestling as long as I have, but you've watched it enough. You've, you've on and off with me for the last six years. Yeah. You've been in and out. We've been to WrestleManias. Yes. Uh, you went to the most
1: epic uh, one, apparently that I had no idea. Yeah, I think it was
0: 30 where, where the, the undertaker lost to Brock Lesnar. Uh You saw that. Have you ever seen a bigger pop crowd reaction than when CM Punk came no. out? Like I've never seen a a wrestling crowd more in sync with an idea and more genuinely excited and happy. There were grown men crying in yeah. the stands and and i see a lot of people like talking shit and uh, and like dogging on that guy for crying in the crowd and people being emotional it it I fucking it. like it got me right here like <laughs> no i'm i'm serious because it's it's weird to say anybody who really loves wrestling understands that wrestling can affect your life right it can put you in a good mood it can put you in a bad mood it just it's this weird thing that kind of afflicts people's lives and you grow to love these people right and CM Punk is one of the more genuine people that I've ever seen in the business. Now, I've heard he can be an asshole, right? But but it, it kind of comes off as I think he's just a curmudgeon, right? He's kind of a grumpy. Yeah. But I'm kind of a grumpy. So I get that personality. But like this right here, this is yeah. genuine. There it is. There's, there's the grown man crying right there. Yeah. This is genuine reaction. This is somebody who probably after Wait, his...
1: Dude, that right there where he jumped in the right? crowd? I thought it was so cool. So speaking of... You know, have I ever seen anybody react like this? No. When we went to WrestleMania, I literally told you, oh, my God, we were there. And I didn't feel like there was that much love and crowd interaction for anybody. And
0: and the closest thing I've seen is the the yes, yes, yes Mm -hmm. chance with Daniel Bryan. That's one of the only other times I've seen crowds just 100% behind somebody. Yeah. But this didn't even feel like wrestling. This felt like people just fucking relieved to see. Somebody.
1: It was like a hero who just came home, but like everybody loved. Freak was like the Captain America, bro.
0: It's somebody who gave so much to something, and you watched like in front of our eyes. We watched him burn out and lose passion. Mm-hmm. And for Tony Khan and and whoever was part of AEW to get him to come back, whether it was the Young Bucks, whoever had their hand in that, like yeah, that's that that you know that's a big deal. They brought back somebody who he looks in this moment. I don't know. He, he may come back and shit the bed at all out, right? Yeah. He may not remember how to wrestle. I highly doubt that. But there's a possibility he comes back and he shits the bed. But in this moment, at this point in time, this was fucking phenomenal. And we'll get to the WWE in a little bit. And how I feel like everything that SummerSlam was, was a reaction to this moment, right?
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. Um,
0: we, uh, we were able to order our... Our CM Punk t-shirts after about three hours of chaos. We Yeah. So from the minute he came out and he unzipped the hoodie, we saw the shirt, we go, we got to jump on AEW, try and order this shirt. The site crashed, dude. I mean, I I think every person had the same idea at the same moment. Like, I want to be a part of this. I'm going to order this. Uh, I just noticed there was a guy holding a flag with that logo. So he yeah, must.
1: Uh, so I think maybe that was somebody who was, who knew there, him. With yeah, who was there with him or with him. Uh, Cause I saw you trying to get it for like the first hour. And I was like, in my head, I was like, I'm going to be the hero. I was working. I'm, I'm going to get this shirt for him.
0: I was working every angle to try and get that shirt going through pro wrestling tees, going through AEW shop. It just, it wasn't happening. And uh, even after rampage ended, which can we talk about? I love the one hour format.
1: Oh, yeah. I thought it was so cool because I feel like you really got invested and it's, got to enjoy each match. And I, I I'm sorry, <coughs> right. I can't watch three hours of wrestling. I lose interest and there's matches that I just want to fast forward.
0: We'll, we'll get to that with SummerSlam. That's one of my big gripes with WWE. But uh, yeah, I mean, the fact that this is uh, pro wrestling T's fastest selling T-shirt ever. They sold out of what do you call it? The ringer?
1: Yeah, so it's a ringer T-shirt. It's a specialty T-shirt that, you know, most of the time it's only a certain type of person who wants it. This is my T-shirt knowledge. Um, but it's not sold by very many companies. So I can imagine that they had to go and outsource it from everybody.
0: And for anybody who didn't know, you didn't know. That was that was the design of his big T-shirt when he came out of, uh, I, he may have wore it during, I think he wore it during SummerSlam, the year of punk, the summer okay. of punk, whatever it was. Okay. Uh, he definitely, so he came out, he definitely took shots at WWE, which uh, Booker T didn't like. Booker T, which, I, you know, I, I love I love Booker T, but sometimes it's best just not to chime in on a moment. Most, 90% of people would say, 99% of people say CM Punk nailed this. Booker T Why came out. Why did this
1: bother Booker T, though? So Booker
0: T said he shouldn't have acknowledged WWE in this promo.
1: Why, but so WWE is
0: like, the whole reason he's been missing for the last seven years. The reason he chose to go into a UFC ring and fight fucking barbarians and get his ass whipped. And, and I don't think that's any secret. He got his ass whipped, but it, it, you you have to come out and address it. It was honest. It, he didn't take shots in the sense of like taking cheap shots. Yeah. He came out and said, this company worked me to death and I was tired and done with this. And I left because of this. It wasn't because of the fans. It was almost a heartfelt reach out to the fans going. I loved the part where he said, I heard you. I heard you the last seven years. All of those CM Punk chants at wrestling events where I'm, you know, he, he wasn't there. I heard you. That was an acknowledgement that we weren't fucking crazy, right? Yeah. And it's an acknowledgement that we knew Punk still loved wrestling, but he needed time to heal fix whatever was wrong you know mental health is important physical health is even more important yeah yeah i mean just good to see punk back last note on the uh cm punk thing well i got kind of two notes here does this mean we're gonna get aj lee I why hope so. why, I hope fucking, so. why not right i mean if cm punk got this kind of reaction mm-hmm. she's gonna get as big of a reaction people love her like they love punk uh, I saw Britt Baker commenting on like how exciting could it could be. I do think that knowing her, uh, she tweeted out you know something like yeah boo break the internet. Yeah, some you know heartfelt like that. I think she's gonna definitely give him time to breathe. Yeah, and let this be kind of the moment, moment, the moment of CM Punk, and then. But I think, I think in the next couple of months, if if she's got a free schedule she's she'll be an a w why not they are two people who love professional they had talked
1: about wanting to build their women's wrestling um Damn,
0: how do you aside. build it you put possibly one of the most favorited wwe female wrestlers of all time aj yeah bring her in uh got a kick out of i i hit i put it on tiktok and we had a little competition doing tiktoks but the uh, the John Cena shirt from SummerSlam, which it's it's noted now, but I I was on that within the first like the minute he came out, I said, "He did that don't look right." That I've seen that before, and I went and pulled. I have the CM Punk Super Mario shirt. Uh, I pulled it out of my drawer. I said, "I
1: bought it for you." I
0: put it yeah. I put it down there on the on the mat, and I said, "That's not a good look." Now, at the end of the day, I agree. We've seen comments from the video saying. It's Super Mario. It's been done a million times. I agree. I'm not, I'm not, I don't think this is at any fault of John Cena. So I don't think CM Punk would even really have an issue but with what it. what I have
1: to say is where it crossed the line is, why did they have to do it on the yellow background? He, he had that's Mario the yellow colors. thing.
0: That's Mario Colors.
1: But they couldn't get chosen a different color. No,
0: because the Cena shirt is cool. Like, I like the Cena shirt. I, I, would, it was actually, cool too, I would actually buy the Cena shirt if it was for sale and not part of a fucking $1,000 NFT package, which is just the shit WWE does that shows how out of touch they are with real fans, right? Wait,
1: wait, wait. How, Dude, how do you get the shirt?
0: So, I don't even know if the shirt comes as some, it's something to do with some NFT and it's $1,000. And I think that's the only way you can get the t shirt. Mm-mm. The last time I read about that T-shirt, because I no. looked, I was like, that's a dope T-shirt. I like all the belts on the back, the Super Mario logo. I'm a fan, you know, like, look, this is a podcast literally about wrestling and video games and nerd shit, right? You're, you're mashing my worlds up beautifully. But, so I have no problem with the shirt and I have no problem with, I the only thing, I think it's egg on the face of WWE. That's the yeah. only one, right? Because CM Punk comes back, this is the antithesis of, of the WWE, right? This is the guy that wants nothing to do with you, and then immediately your go-to guy has on a shirt that just gets a conversation started. I don't care. Not a big deal. Not, it's not even, not even really worth talking about other it's than I funny thought it was. Than anything. Yeah. It's other than like, I thought it was a little bit okay. funny, right? Come on, bro. All right. So let's switch over here to uh, SummerSlam was this weekend, right? And I, I have some gripes and I have some, some things that I was excited about with WWE SummerSlam right off the bat. I, uh, I am in love with Baron Corbin's new character as we can see right here, this kind of homeless uh, bottom of the barrel Corbin. Yeah. They, they finally got him doing something that is interesting, right? Cause he's, uh-huh. a, he's a pretty athletic dude. I, I think he's got a pretty good personality.
1: Ooh, that hair man. I've seen him
0: on Pat Mac. Yeah. I can, I can appreciate the hair, right? Cause that's how mine grows in. Uh <laughs> But I like this character. At least he there's some interest, and I'm I'm interested to see where this goes. Once again, fucking relegating him to the sixth hour of the pre-show. I don't get it. These WWE events are too long. I agree. 100%. They are they are horrible. like I cannot stay invested in these events. The brand. So we have a brand split now, right? Yeah. And why don't we just have a pay per view split? Put, put two different style of pay-per-views. And I guess it's probably because when you split up your roster like that, you, you split up your talent and you don't have the, the WWE has a lack of drawing power right now. When, when I look at, like, I look at last night's Monday night raw and the main event is Randy Orton and, uh, RK bro, whatever his name, what's his name? I forget dude. Uh, uh, Bobby Lashley. No, the bro. Oh, last the bro guy. No, not the last Mohican looking guy. Mm. Uh, the RK bro. What is his name? Rid- Riddle. Riddle. Okay, Matt Riddle. 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 I think he's just okay. Riddle now. All right. When that's your main event, that's not bad, but
1: to me, that's not. That but it's not very memorable because we couldn't remember who it was. And uh, I didn't,
0: and I kind of turned it off for that. Um, uh, so uh, thoughts uh, as far as it being too long? Yes, it was way too long. I have a hard time doing six hours of wrestling. Okay. Uh, Tiffany Haddish. These celebrities that they just call in, you know, they're in Las Vegas and they're looking so stupid. It's just they're looking for mainstream media attention. And when you're looking for mainstream media attention, you stop playing to your audience. The wrestling audience doesn't give a fuck who Tiffany Haddish is. It's the celebrity world who gives a fuck who Tiffany Haddish is. And there's nothing worse to me than when you bring a celebrity on. and, and, And the first thing she does is call the United States Championship, the national champion. So she has no clue. Like, she literally has no idea what wrestling is. I yeah. guarantee you. Tiffany Haddish. And don't care that she does. But, like, that's a wasted moment in, in SummerSlam. Oh, right? yeah. Uh, like, I, I have here written again, too many matches. Just too many matches. When, when we had to watch the first half, stop, <laughs> leave dinner. the house, go get stuff to make dinner, make dinner, come back, and then feel like I'm watching... It's, it's the way I feel when, like, someone's like, let's watch part one and part two of, like, a trilogy yeah in one night. It's yeah. like, I'm not real prepared for that. Like, yeah. I can't do Star Wars, you know, six and seven in the same night. I, I can't do two, two Lord of the Rings. It, at a certain point, I check out a little bit the energy. Uh-huh. And the energy in the building has to fall down, right?
1: You can you can hear it throughout the matches. What, what is of. it? Is it five or six? I mean, I, it's literally, like, five hours. So, yeah, because, I mean, the regular one's usually about three and then I assume they have like a pre-show and things like that. So,
0: and, and I don't think it does them any favors because I actually think if you condensed SummerSlam down to the main matches, it would be a like an epic card. But when you sprinkle in a bunch of matches that don't feel like they matter, I don't know what you're doing. The one thing I can say, and yes, right now, i fucking 100% admit it, I'm an AEW fanboy right now. Like they can do no wrong in my eyes right me now. Too. It's a fresh product to me. And so I'll admit it right now. Everybody can come for me. Oh, you love yeah. Right now I'm a fanboy. Right now I'm I'm loving it. I'm enjoying it. But I kind of like the fact that we don't see everybody every week in AEW. 100%. Right. So Moxley may show up that. and then he's missing a week. And so it kind of leaves you like wanting more all the time with AEW. And that's how that's how Raw used to feel. Now, this so, was, this is interesting here because this is okay. the Becky Lynch stuff.
1: Oh, I didn't see this part.
0: Uh, something happened with our DVR and it got skipped, but I've gone back and rewatched this. So,
1: okay. This I'm match, happy she's back.
0: This match was scheduled to be Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. OK, which is weird because I take breaks from wrestling and I feel like that's where I left off.
1: It is. That we left off seeing that Sasha Banks is the last thing that I remember. Exactly. Seeing but, with WWE.
0: but so th- and, and apparently Carmella was supposed to be in this match. I don't know. This was a weird thing. OK. And so Becky Lynch comes out and squashes Bianca Belair. So all this buildup they've done for the last six or so months, you just squash it right there. That's cheap heat, right? Because I've yeah. read I've read Becky Lynch is coming back and she wants to be a bad guy. She wants to be a heel, okay? Yeah. Great, that's fine. I don't think she needs this kind of cheap heat. I think this is, once again, a 100% reaction to... Uh,
1: CM Punk. CM
0: Punk coming back. They're a little nervous, and I think they they knew they had to have a big surprise. Nothing wrong with bringing her to back, but let that match go a little longer.
1: Was it like one and done? Like It was like
0: 10 seconds, I think. Like, like 10 or 20 seconds. It yeah. was not long. It was so. a squash
1: match. Was this Becky Lynch's first fight back?
0: Yeah. Do you think that maybe
1: she wasn't like 100% prepared for like a full wrestling (sighs) match because she like had a baby and stuff? I don't
0: think that. I've heard that because they've never worked together that it may be, you know, may have been tough for them to have chemistry. But then don't, that's not the time to pull that trigger. That's when I say that is a reaction to CM Punk, right? They need Becky Lynch to pop the crowd. But to me, better would have been have Bianca Belair squash Carmella, right? Yeah. And then Becky Lynch come out and uh, post-match attack her. Yeah. That would have been better to me. You should
1: have been a WWE writer, bro. <laughs>
0: um, another takeaway from SummerSlam, Pat McAfee is the best thing in fucking WWE right now. Oh, yeah. And, and once again, I'm gonna, I, I will emphasize the fact that I am a fucking... Huge Pat McAfee fan outside of wrestling. I like Pat McAfee in in his sports world. Uh As a punter, as a YouTuber, and I love him as a commentator. But he is the best thing. He is the freshest thing in WWE right now. Like, they better treat that like gold. Mm -hmm. The dancing on top of the fucking... uh,
1: on top of the table. On top of the table awesome. to, the, to the Shinsuke yes, Nakamura crazy. I from, love the, it.
0: from dropping the line of like, you can only see this on the cock.
1: Uh, yeah. Like
0: things like that. Like that's he, what WWE needs. He's a wild card, right? He has he's,
1: excitement.
0: I feel like all the announcers are probably scared to death of Vince McMahon, right? Or whatever higher power up kind of manages them. I feel like Pat McAfee, like he gets in there and he probably blacks out 100% and he just becomes a fan and he loves it. And yeah, he's definitely the best, um, the best. So then, Last but not least, let's talk about the main event. Okay. Uh, love him or hate him. And I've, I've always been kind of indifferent on John Cena, but John Cena shows up in the big match and he makes guys look good. He, him and Roman put on, a fucking great match. That was, was. that was an awesome match.
1: It was a good match.
0: And, and John Cena makes you believe he can win. There -hmm. were times in that thing where I'm like, maybe, maybe he's going to win. Like maybe. Cause my big argument was when, when Roman Reigns came out and said, if I lose, I'm out of the WWE. I'm like, why do you do that? Because that immediately all the smart fans go, he can't lose. Right. Cause you know, unless they're doing a storyline where he writes himself out. Yeah. But he's probably not going to lose. So that puts that doubt in, but then I started going as the match went on and Cena is that good. He sells it. I'm like, maybe, maybe John Cena is going to be around for a couple months and they, they put the title on him mm-hmm. and they let Roman have a redemption story. But R- Romans too good as heel. They made the right decision. Uh, Props to John Cena for putting him over, and and kind of giving that. But then, so then we get fucking deja vu, right? We get Brock Lesnar again, and I know everybody loses their shit when Brock Lesnar comes out.
1: Yeah, I don't.
0: I don't either because it just feels like Brock Lesnar's the guy they call when when WWE is you panicking. You know what's gonna happen? What's that?
1: whenever Brock Lesnar comes, he's going to win the belt or whatever. And then he's going to go away for like a couple months until the I next don't, big thing. I
0: don't even agree with that. I think this may be interesting. I think it, it may actually, be because this is going to be the first time that Brock Lesnar will be the baby face. Roman Reigns has always been the good guy. Brock Lesnar has always been the bad guy. Roman Reigns is 100% the heel in this thing. Brock Lesnar is the baby face. At this point, they're telling a good story of there's nobody left for Roman. He's beat everybody. He beat John oh. Cena. There's nobody left. So now Brock Lesnar isn't the big baddie. He's the hero. He's coming back to save the WWE. That's the story they're going to tell. But okay. my, my problem with Brock Lesnar is he's the panic button, right? Every time it looks like something else is going to <coughs> kind of sway the ratings. <coughs> CM Punk. Um yeah. Then, then it feels like Brock Lesnar shows back up, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 oh, we didn't talk about Goldberg. Jesus Christ, that <laughs> that was an embarrassing match. That was the worst storytelling. For the fact that I'm sorry, I'm going to jump topics here for a second. The fact that when Goldberg got hit in the back of the leg with the cane and like didn't react, and then realized he needed to react, and fell down, and the match got called. And it was obvious that his son was going to get in the ring and yeah. fucking, we have no issue with the fact that Bobby Lashley just assaulted like a junior in high school yeah. and whether or not it's sports or not, that's a fucking crime.
1: It was crazy. So
0: whatever that, but back last, just going back to Brock Lesnar. Don't want okay. to harp on it too long. I hope it's good. I want to like WWE. I want both WWE and, um, uh, AEW to prosper. I don't mm-hmm. want. I am a fanboy right now of AEW. I'm a big fan. I'm loving everything that's happening. It feels fresh. It feels. It feels There's good.
1: Excitement there. My that- guy
0: CM Punk is back. It's uh, we got lots of rumors that I'm gonna get to about some other guys coming. But I want WWE to feel that way too. Now I haven't watched SmackDown in a while. Yeah, because there's just some weird part of me that's always saw raw as the a show, even though I know that's not the way it is anymore. Mm-hmm. I know SmackDown's the big brand right now. It's on Fox. Uh, it's Romans. It's Roman show. Yeah. For Paul Heyman. So I'm going to th- this Friday. I'm going to actually sit down and invest the fucking what is it? Twelve hours that, that these shows are.
1: Um, that would be 72 I know, hours. Is
0: Smackdown another three hour show. Or is it two hours?
1: Uh, I honestly don't know. I'm going to say three hours. Though, I want that, to figure that out. Someone, someone
0: needs to let me know. Well, how long is SmackDown? All right. If SmackDown's two hours, then shit, I'm, I may be invested in that. But I can't fall in love with Raw. Like, after watching last night, it just, there's nothing there for me. I'm not a fan of Bobby Lashley. Not a fan of me Goldberg. Either. RK-Bro, it's, it's a dysfunctional team. It, mm-hmm. it feels like when they put Daniel Bryan and Kane together, yeah. And like some magic happened. Uh huh. That magic didn't happen for me with Randy Orton and uh, Riddle. Yeah. Whatever. Right.
1: And I like Randy Orton. Me too. He's one of my favorites.
0: I do too. And I like Riddle. I just don't know that together. I, I get it. It's the clashing personalities. Randy Orton, super serious. Riddle, super like bro. But for me, it doesn't do anything. I get it. Uh, the last or two things here. Uh, we got uh NXT is rebranding.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, So apparently it was kind of going head to head with AEW. It seems like that failed. So uh, I'm assuming that. So uh,
1: WWE thought that like NXT was the equivalent to AEW. No, no, I
0: don't think that. So (sighs) NXT for a hot minute got really good. Okay. It had a lot of good kind of indie talent and and it, it rose up a little bit. And I think it was more so the talent than it was anybody making fucking decisions, because I think Triple H is a doofus, and I don't think he has any (laughs) clue what he's doing, right? So I think it was just kind of by pure the talent that was hanging out there that they were able to kind of build that up into something. And for a hot minute, it was the third brand of kind of the WWE flag, right? You had Raw, SmackDown, and then people were fans of NXT mm-hmm. they've kind of dissected that thing they've they fucked up a few characters like carrying cross uh they bring him up to to raw or smackdown i don't remember which it was and just get him squashed by a hardy the
1: iconics used to be on NXT right that's
0: been a while i don't 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 credit them with fixing it adam cole was a big part of it uh i mean Regal, even samoa joe mm-hmm. Th- there's been a lot of good but now we're hearing that they're going to kind of tear it all apart and they're going to turn it back into a developmental, which is fine, right? I get it. SmackDown and Raw should be the A and B show, right? So Those what should happens be the big boys.
1: to all the wrestlers that were on NXT? They still stay there, or
0: so they're clearing. It looks like they're cleaning house a little bit. They've gotten rid of quite a few. Uh, having Samoa Joe win the title, I don't understand that because it seems opposite of what what you're kind of talking about here. But it sounds to me like. NXT is going to become the WWE breeding ground where they look for the biggest guys mm-hmm. and really young guys, and they don't want anything to do with all the indie guys, which is who AEW is scooping up, and that's who's interesting, right? They're they're kind of battle worn people. Yeah. Uh, but WWE has too big of a roster all all the way around from from I agree from 100%. Raw to SmackDown to NXT.
1: You aren't able to really invest in any one character because nobody really gets the time. <laughs> To like really show what what they can be.
0: Yeah, if you think back to even like the Attitude Era, you you had a core group of guys, and then you you had like your A, B, and C guys, right? Mm-hmm. With we we right now, you got like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I. You got guys who come out and fight for a couple weeks, and they're gone. You got guys like Elias that they have no fucking clue what to do with. You've got guys like you know Bray Wyatt, who I you know rumor is right now he's an AEW bound. Motherfucker. I hope so. Uh, but just whatever, right? I just think WWE has too much. They have too many. Just too. It's too big of a machine right now. Yeah. They need if if they want it to be, but but right now I think WWE is not about wrestling. It's about money. And mm-hmm. and they they're churning the butter, right? Man, they are making money probably hand over foot, especially pandemic. Yeah. Uh, now they've just started live shows again. They can sell out Las Vegas, the the Allegiant Center. They can sell out fifty one thousand. That's crazy. With no problem. And it really it as long as it's like John Cena's name and Roman Reigns is on the board, the people are gonna come for whatever other shit you put out there. Yeah. AEW has to put forth a a full show in order to to make people mm-hmm. happy. WWE's just gotta hit like two or three marks. I agree. Uh last thing on the, the wrestling here. I just want to talk about uh the, the Jericho, the five labors of Jericho, how that ended with uh him and uh MJF.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nothing, nothing about the match. Match was fine. MDF I loved this whole thing. I did too. I thought this was a cool gimmick. The whole five layers of Jericho, the coming out to the uh, the acapella. It started a little flat because I don't think people knew. Like the timing was funny. Yeah, but once it got going, it was it was definitely dope. Everybody singing his song.
1: Oh yeah, and for sure.
0: We've had a lot of arguments on uh, on TikTok. I've seen of people trying to fuck with me about Jericho not being in the goat conversation. And I'm going to tell you guys, I'm not, I'm no longer willing to just put him in the goat conversation. Jericho is the fucking goat. He is the goat. Fuck your Hogan's. Fuck your rocks. Fuck your stone colds. I like stone cold. So, I mean, I got love for stone cold, but you know, fuck all those guys. The rock doesn't have the longevity. He can't have it. Right. The rock was a flash in the pan. He was there for a few years. He had a, he he had a short span of where he was on fire, but he was also allowed to basically say whatever the fuck he wanted. Like he was able to just humiliate any person in front of him. Stone cold was fire Hogan racist and, (laughs) and just kind of like, like, Back in that day, they made one guy. He's equivalent of John Cena, right? Yeah. Jericho, the longevity of Jericho from from WCW to WWE to AEW to New Japan, he's created so many memorable characters. And maybe he's never at his high been as high as The Rock. But yeah. But his consistency, Ric Flair, I get the argument. I could go with that. But still, it's not Jericho. Jericho has changed and molded. And what people don't appreciate about Jericho is the the many different characters. So I say, I'm, I'm tired. I don't want to, I'm not going to sit and debate this shit in the comments with people. You can say whatever you want. You can have whatever opinion you want. It's wrong. Chris Jericho is the goat of a professional wrestling. I, right. I stand by you that. You heard 110%. it right here, ladies
1: and gentlemen. He is the goat. What?
0: I mean, look at me. What <laughs> other wrestlers, and I know this goes as far as just a theme song, but yeah. still,
1: what other wrestlers
0: do you think could come out? and and people can embrace his song like that song so much and know every word and sing every word there's a short list of well, people I think
1: that most of the songs in my opinion don't really have a ton of words like well, this WWE, is a full-fledged song
0: WWE's gotten rid of most of the words and songs okay so yeah. what maybe edge right the on this day i see clearly yeah, like when that thing hits that's that's hot man and edge coming out to the brood by the way yeah. was really cool CM Punk, uh, CM Punk definitely, but that's that's a, like an old rock song. Oh, that's been used other places. Like there was a yeah. radio show. I guess. That used what to use that song, theme song can they
1: sing that hasn't already been a song?
0: So then, because like I said, Moxley, right? Wild Thing. Everybody sings that, but that's an old song, right? That song we play that at a karaoke bar and people go nuts, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Randy Orton. The I have voices in my
1: head. They call me. I can see like, that. One, everybody yeah. knows
0: that song. That yeah. song's dope. That's one of the best theme songs I like that in wrestling. Song. Um, and then like the only other ones I think that popped like that was like Bobby Roode. Ooh, ooh
1: what glorious. about? Glorious. You can look, but you can't touch.
0: No, <laughs> the Bella Twins never had that kind of pop. Like, <laughs> like it was a, it was a good song, and, you, and we liked the Bella Twins, so we yeah, were familiar so maybe with it. That's why I knew it. But <laughs> I mean, Bobby Roode had the the glorious. Fandango had a minute where everybody was doing the do 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 do
1: do do. Yeah.
0: But that like outside of that, I can't think of the rocks theme song. Didn't have words. Stone colds. They're iconic, but they didn't have words. You couldn't have really, you know, Jericho, just everything he does seems meticulous. And like down to the theme song is, is so catchy. And and, like, it just brands Jericho The You just made the list to like raw is Jericho and, and, and those things. He's just reinvented himself so many times. And he doesn't allow himself to get stale. I think that makes you the goat. Yep. Uh, last but not least, Braun Strowman tweeted out uh, something to the extent of his non-compete's about to end. Jesus, if I mean if AEW swoops in and gets Adam Cole, Bray Wyatt, and Braun Strowman, I'm no longer like <laughs> a couple weeks ago. We did a one to one comparison. It's, it's not even close on who has the better talent, like the more sellable talent.
1: Oh, 100%.
0: And and pretty long term, because those guys can wrestle for a while.
1: I think WE has cut a lot of people that they underused, you know, and after watching like the CM Punk documentary, I had no idea like his whole story. And then afterwards you told me like, yeah, like he was a champion and like they didn't even feature him and all that stuff. Like that was crazy to me to find out.
0: Yeah. All right, let's get off of wrestling now. We've gone long enough. Let's move into some uh, video games. So.